Well, good morning and welcome to the Women's Leaders Fitness Business Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by BF Brokers Group, helping fitness business professionals to buy, sell or start their own fitness business or franchise. Today, I'm lucky enough to be speaking to Nikki Rain. Nikki Rain is the founder of Barcore. Barcore was founded in London in 2011. Since then, Barcore has grown into one of the United Kingdom's most well-known fitness brands with 13 studios across prime locations such as Chelsea, Notting Hill and Hampstead. Good morning, Nikki. Hi, good morning, good afternoon, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Nikki, and I'm very excited to be interviewing you today because there's so many new wellness brands coming into the fitness business industry, and it's always great to speak to somebody that has a new product. So, Nikki, let's go back to the absolute beginning of Barcore. How did Barcore start? Gosh, well, I, um, you can probably tell by my accent, I'm American originally, but living in the UK for over 10 years now. And um, when I moved over, I, I, um, in 2009, I noticed just a huge gap in the market. There were only a few boutique fitness uh, studios and, you know, only a couple yoga studios. And um, there was definitely no bar fitness offering. And um, bar had just become kind of the bar fitness had just become the, like the biggest boom in the U.S., um, and I, I, you know, I joke now that wherever there's a Starbucks, there's a, a, a bar studio <laughs> in the States. And, um, and I, I, I love dance-based fitness. I was um, an athlete growing up and always had a very athletic body and didn't feel very feminine. So, um, so when I was introduced to dance-based fitness and, and bar fitness, I just was astounded by the, the changes that happened in, in my own body and watching the changes that happened in others. And so when I came to London, I was waiting for one of the, the, bar, the bigger bar players to come over to London and open. Um, and being a PT at the time and, and teaching dance-based fitness, um, generally, I, I, it just kind of organically happened. I, a client of mine happened to have a ballet studio that was underutilized, and she said, you know, go for it. Please teach me in my friend's classes, and I did, and one class turned into 10 out of this little muse house and then found investment and. In, um, late 2011, opened the first uh, London bar course studio. I mean, that's pretty exciting. I mean, to come, you know, from the US to come, then, you know, across to the UK and then find yourself opening up your own business. You know, bar, bar is yet to explode here in Australia. Though there's a lot of programs, we really haven't seen any franchises open that, that are exclusively bar. I mean, what makes Bar different from any other type of fitness program? You know, it's it's really special um, because not only um, does the body change so rapidly, but it does in quite a an intense but gentle way. Um, we in in Bar Fitness we use mostly two contractions: one called isometric and eccentric. And I know your audience 
probably knows exactly what those are. But for those that don't, it's it's basically that point where your muscles um, begin to quiver and shake. It's usually where you're not moving all that much and you're moving in a smaller range of motion and going from usually extending to the full extent of, of a ligament, say, um, stretching the arm straight. And it, and it gets that shaking burning point. And it's that shaking burning that makes bar fitness so effective. Um, and it's usually not with much weight load other than our own body weight or maybe light props. And, and basically what that does, it creates a whole hormone reaction that occurs over the next few days that creates more mitochondria in the cells, which increases energy and also increases fat um, melting. So basically using fat for fuel. And so not only is that using fat for fuel more efficient, you therefore have more energy and then, um, and then the results are just astounding and they're so fast. And because everything we do is low impact, um, you can actually do it for generations. So you're not really beasting yourself every, yeah. every week. And, um, and I think, you know, it's, it's still, I think it's very confusing to people how, how bar fitness can work. Cause when you aesthetically went, sorry, when you look at it, you, it just doesn't look like much will be happening, but when you're doing it, I mean, it's, it's very intense and you, even though you may not be sweating or huffing and puffing. Um, so I think, I think it's going to take some time and, and it's definitely, not a trend. I don't think it's going to go anywhere because it is so effective. And, um, you know, I think it, there's a lot of awareness that needs to be done. And, and I mean, it's embarrassing <laughs> starting a, a bar company, but I even have a hard time describing it. So, so yeah. I, I think, you know, it'll just take, it'll just take time and, and a lot of people just need to experience it to really get it. Um, I think you explained it really, really well then. Actually, I have to be quite honest and say that's the best explanation that I've, I've ever heard of bar. I've never actually spoken to somebody that instructs bar, say to me, it, it's fat it's fat melting, you know, or, you know, talked about the benefits the way you did. And whilst I was listening to you, it made me sort of realise, do you think that bar is sort of um, – it's one of those programs that people are undervaluing in the industry. I think so. I think, you know, and I, it, we're going through a phase of, you know, um, high intensity interval training. And, and, you know, we went through that basically last year and the year before. And I, I do think that's very effective training. I'm by far not dissing it. And I do like it myself. And we do have a, a hit, a hit concept, a low impact hit concept, but, um, but um, that is bar based, but I, I do think that it's just, you know, there's not enough science out there. There's not enough studies and, and it's really hard to, um, you know, unless you have that scientific backing, you, it's really hard to kind of push for that. And, and it's a struggle that I always have. So I have to kind of pull in, you know, all the information that I can find on isometric, contractions and the power of isometric exercise and pull in what makes sense for for bar fitness and um and you know I, I think in time there will be more studies especially with more uh focus on kind of ballet training and how powerful that that really is I think the most important message really is how professionals sell 
the product to the consumer because you know when I when I watch the bar programs one of the things that stands out to me as a club owner is that you know the person that's participating doesn't need to know their left or their right so they're not walking into a program where they feel oh I've got to go to the left I've got to go to the right they can sort of work at their own level and there's no pressure on them and I think that this is a great benefit of this program and the fact also that it can be taught right across different age groups so you know as a club owner it's a program I could implement into my club or open a studio where I'm touching base with you know young people from you know from 10 right up to our active aging market you know over 50s so I think there's you know, tremendous benefits with the program um Nikki You've obviously expanded the studios and now you're going global. So congratulations on going global. Oh, thank you. Thank look, you so much. It's very exciting. It's Look, it's absolutely fantastic. I think, you know, the more product that's out there for consumers to be able to choose from makes it better for us as professionals because that in return is going to decline on the health issues that we have growing so fast on a global scale. But what made you decide to move forward as a global product you know I it's it wasn't on my kind of strategy um, plans years years ago but as I've grown as we've grown in London it's been um, you know the the workout the quality of what we do the training and kind of the the you know the whys and the benefits behind what we do are first and foremost the most important thing second I would say is the community I think you know that that's what makes boutique fitness specifically so special and any any place really so special is is the 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 contact with your clients and and how personal you can make it and um you know we've as we've grown in london now we have 10 studios and then one in in bristol and then we have two franchises up in in manchester um that what one of the struggles I found is that you know, obviously you can't be everywhere at once. And, and I think, you know, you need to have heart at each location and we have the most amazing studio managers and, um, and they care so much and boy, do they have heart. However, I think that there is a lot of um, power in a space when you have someone that has a little skin in the game and, and um, they are making it their mission to grow a community and really connect with everyone and have quality conversations, true authentic conversations and, you know, outside of the studio and, um, and then, you know, they, the, the clients will just be so much more engaged in their fitness while they're there. I mean, we only get them for an hour, you know, they might, they might come and hang out a few minutes before class and hang out after, which is great and welcomed, but it's, it's making sure to maximize that those touch points you have with clients inside and outside of the classroom. And I think from an international perspective, sure it would be really exciting for us to open ourselves you know studios around the world but I, I I don't think that's where boutique fitness has its um like the its gem I think it's where the the person that actually brings that that heart and that ownership to a space is where it can it can be its actual best so that's what excites me and and I also I, I also think just you know, we have such a, a great product and, um, 
you know, we know it works and we've done it, you know, enough times now to know what's going to work, what, what doesn't. And, you know, each, each location is nuanced, which we are happy to coach um, partners on. But I think helping someone open a, a business and taking out the painful work of brand design, building a name and all of that um, is, is, is really great because that's, you know, those are sleepless nights and learning lessons that you, you may not want to learn along the way. Oh, look, I, I definitely agree with, with you there. And when you said the word painful and sleepless nights, I was like, absolutely, totally get where you're coming from, Nikki. And that sort of leads me to the next question those sleepless nights and that pain what is the biggest lesson that you've learned since 2011 in your journey gosh you know I mean there's such a list but um you know I think um one thing that I feel like I've done well is is base of most of my decisions on feedback, not necessarily taking every ounce of feedback and following it, but really listening and really both to clients and, and, you know, mostly instructors and staff, because I feel like they're the ones that are touching more people. And if I can really open my ears to the team, um, you know, and, and take, take on that feedback, really process it. But then in the end, trust my gut on on kind of the the decisions and the way to take the business forward or the changes to make is is really the um the biggest lesson I can I can learn because I think I've I've learned along the way because I think you know it's so easy to have a gut reaction oh um, one client doesn't like this so we should change it or or one client you know says this time is awful we should change the time of that class and and you know you just can't make the knee jerk reactions i think that that feedback mechanism is so important um especially when you're when you're building such a personal community um and and um and i think but i think when you've got a vision and you know what the values are of 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 that vision than, than trusting your gut in the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do, I do agree with you there, Nikki. I mean, I remember in the early days when I opened my club, exactly what you just said then, you're like, Oh, so-and-so said that they won't come <laughs> if I put that class on at that time. And you're sort of, you know, you're trying to keep everybody happy. And the reality is you're never going to be able to do that anyway. Never. It's never <laughs> going to happen. So I yeah. think, you know, just don't, I, I agree with you. Don't, don't be a reactor in business. Just listen to what people have got to say. Um, I think that's the most and- important skill. Yeah. And I think, I think the other thing is I, you know, I, I joke, um, that it's, it's, it's been a cutting of the apron strings, so to speak, every single day since opening, right. It's like starts off and I know you probably felt the same. It's like, it's your, you know, your idea. Okay. I'm going to do this. There starts the sleep, sleepless nights. (laughs) And then, and then you kind of open your doors, you hire people and you just have to, you know, you have to learn to let go and trust other people along the way. Not only trust yourself, but trust other people and just be like, you know what? Oh, interesting. That's not how I would do that. But however, what a 
what a great way to, you know, to try something, you know, and it's, um, and most of the time, luckily, it usually goes quite well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I must, I must agree, if we learn to listen to others and take on board their feedback, quite often you'll see your business flourish just from doing that as opposed to trying to run it your way. I think the most important thing is to stop to listen to learn and then to implement other people's ideas and concepts and that there's nothing wrong with doing that and there's nothing wrong with saying to people, you know what, you're better at that than I am. How about you take over that role? And I think once we start to do that, that we our business does grow a lot faster and we build better relationships with our teams and also with our consumers. Most definitely. And do you feel less stress? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's you must agree. I mean, we take on a lot as business owners and, um, you know, we're, we're putting everything out there. We're putting ourselves out there. We're putting, um, you know, our finances out there. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a really big deal. And I think sometimes people undervalue what we do risk as business owners. That's very true. That's very true. And that sort of leads me, Nikki, to the last question in our podcast today. Um, what's in store for you and Barcore in 2020? Because the boutique market is absolutely exploding in the UK. I'm loving what I'm seeing over there. But what's in store for you, not just in the UK, but on a global level as well? Yeah, you know, I mean, we um, – I and, and just to, you know, comment on – the boutique market exploding in the UK. It absolutely is. And I think it's really exciting. And, you know, I think there's room for room for everyone because I, I think having options is, is, is really great. Um, and, you know, whether it's you know, Barry's Bootcamp or Reformer Pilates or more bar fitness, I think, you know, it's really nice to help even just spread the word of boutique fitness and making and just making fitness part of um you know everyday language and I'd say that's just it's getting more and more that way which is really exciting um but for for us you know I think the more the more niche specific the more bar specific um we we will stay and even despite all the kind of new methods um we you know we have eight different formats that are bar based and we don't have any intention of expanding outside of bar fitness as we really do um, plan to stay the leaders in bar and just be better at what we do. So we we still plan to open more studios in London and the UK. um, And obviously the um, international franchise um, growth is really exciting. We have a lot of interest both in the UK and around the globe, which um, I'm excited to to be launching those. And then we also have an online platform. So We'll be expanding more of those classes in 2020 and trying to touch people in their homes or in towns where they may not have access to bar fitness. So, Nikki, that sounds absolutely exciting. I have to ask you, is there any possibility that you'll be coming down under or even into the Asian market? I yes so we have a lot of interest in the Asian market and a little bit in in um, Australia which is exciting we actually have some um, some of our original instructors have moved 
back to Australia and New Zealand and um, and one of our original instructors in New Zealand, she actually opened her own own studio there. Not not Barcore, this was years ago. So it's already nice to have some touch points there as well um, in both Oz and, and uh, New Zealand. But um, yes, hopefully, hopefully, yes. Sounds fantastic. So Nikki, obviously, where is the best place for any of our listeners to get in touch with you? They want to chat a little bit more about Barcore. Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy for, for your listeners to email me. It's just Nikki, N-I-K-I, at barcore.co.uk. That's B-A-R-R-E-C-O-R-E.co.uk. You can also catch me on LinkedIn or our website, which is barcore.com. Sounds fantastic. I'll be dropping Nikki's details into the bottom of our podcast. Do jump on, have a look at her website. There's so much more on offer. I had a look last night. They've got some great training if you're in the UK and you want to have a look at that. So do jump onto her website and have a look. As you heard, Nikki is now um, dropping her product globally. So this is a great opportunity for those that are passionate about bar to be opening up their own boutique studio in 2020 and beyond. Nikki, I thank you for your time today. Uh, Do have an absolutely amazing Christmas and I know that we'll be touching base uh, in the new year. As I said, I'll be dropping Nikki's details into the bottom of the podcast. And again, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much for having me, Mel. I really appreciate it. It was a a true pleasure. You're absolutely welcome. As I said today, the Women's Leaders Fitness Business Podcast was proudly sponsored by BF Brokers Group, helping fitness business professionals like you to buy, sell, or start your own fitness business.